calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. I think the first of this trinity with myself, Gav Murphy, and Luke Kamali. Hello, I'm here too. I did say that before we started the podcast, and as you said that, I was like, no, we've definitely done this before. All right, then. Well, but it doesn't matter. It's the first time that we've done it this week. It is, yeah. So, yes. so that, uh, you know, it's a week yeah. of firsts. Yes, it is. Uh, the big talking point from uh, this week was obviously that the Witcher Dev CD Project Red came out and uh, basically fessed up saying that the early demos, Witcher 3, yeah. looked better than the final game. Mm. Yeah. Like, you've got the full story. Yeah, so basically they, it was an interview with Eurogamer, and they said that, so that initial trailer that came out at VGX, I think about two years ago, they said, uh, you know, that was, a run, that was a gameplay demo running on PC. Yeah. And then the final version came out, and people have been like, why isn't this good? So they made two key points, really. So I don't think they said why isn't this good. Oh no! Why isn't it? Uh, why doesn't it look as good? A lot of people have been saying. First of all, they say they don't really necessarily agree with that, but they've also they've said they can appreciate that that's pe- some people's opinion. Um, and they said two key points. One, people were saying that the PS4 and Xbox One versions had dragged the PC version back, so yep. they had to kind of make it for the lowest common denominator. Yep. They disagreed with that and said, not true, because if there wasn't a console version, we couldn't have made it because of the same scale. They didn't say not true. What they said was, if they only focused on the PC version, they could have made it slightly better. But Probably it wouldn't not be the up game. To, not up to the standard of what it would have been. But if viably, business yeah. Like they, they can't do it. Yeah, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be the game um, that we That's have. A really odd excuse as well. It's like, look, if we were just making PC version, we could have made it good. But no, you want a console version, <laughs> so it's got to be shit. But they're like, <laughs> it's, it's not, not quite. What it's doing. not rubbish. Let, let's be specific. Um, and then the and then the um and then the other one that the other <clears> point that they made was, uh, so we we've talked about this before, but obviously stuff we see at. Gameplay shows and yep. stuff like E3, Gamescom, that's um, what we call a vertical slice. So it's basically, I hate that phrase. Yeah. That's, that's a marketing what, phrase, like, yeah. not an editorial phrase. It, we shouldn't be using that. It's ba- uh, well, unless it, we're talking about cake, then yeah. I'm well yeah. up for a yeah. vertical <laughs> slice. <laughs> basically, it is a little snippet of gameplay that they've yeah. polished to the nth degree. Taster, if you will. Yes, mm. they've polished mm. to the nth degree and they've brought out, so it's not representative of the finished thing. So, yes, they managed to make that bit, yeah. fantastic, but then once they had to populate the open world, make everything happen it suddenly became evident, oh, it's probably not going to be able to run at this yeah. quality. Yeah. Um, and But that 
doesn't become evident until later in the process. So they're always going to be aiming as high as they can at the time. So they're not trying to mislead people with those early demos. Mm. But and since since this story's gone up, actually yesterday they have now released a patch for PC aiming to polish, and a console version's coming. So they are still they're still. Polishing. They managed to fix it overnight. Well, not fixed it. <laughs> this is the thing. They're just trying to kind of like, they're trying to improve it again. But, but I, I don't understand this. Like, are people shocked that what they see, like, two years before, uh, like, an early game demo is not representative of the final thing? Yeah. Like, are people generally shocked by if, that? If you look at movies, like, you look at the Jurassic World trailer. Yeah. And everyone was like, that looks terrible. Yeah. And then as it goes along, it gets better. <clears throat> That's right. Whereas with games, it tends to go the other way. But then I guess, like, if I'm buying a game, I'm not buying a game based on something I saw two years ago. True. I'm not. I'm, I'm not going. Oh my god! I'm but, buying that game because of that amazing so, bit of thing that I saw. But this is the thing: you've got to kind of think. You look at when people look at gameplay trailers and stuff on YouTube. You know, they're not us. We are exposed to these games almost every step of the way. So we see the kind of slow deterioration or whatever, mm. or, this, or the way it goes. But like the average consumer will just be like, "Oh yeah, let's see Witcher Three gameplay," yeah. and look at it. And, you know, maybe not think that it's from that long ago. And also, you look at all the GIFs and stuff that happen in the comments. They're the GIFs that are made when the game looks its best. Like, mm. you know, remember when there's still Drive Club GIFs floating around from that early, early demo. where like, look how beautiful it is and stuff. And it's like, well, yeah, but that's from... Yeah, but Drive, early... I think Drive Club actually now... Now Drive Club's better. good. Yeah. Yeah. But, but so to answer your point, yeah. I think it depends on how different the original is from the end because I think how which, different is this which okay, I, I don't think yeah. it's massively yeah. different it's still a beautiful looking it's, game it's exactly and anybody who says that it isn't is just my big issue true. with it is there's there's quite a lot of pop-ins so like you know it pops in and yeah. then it renders quickly um, and the draw distance has some issues uh, I think the big issue certainly that I've noticed when I've been playing it is you start a cutscene and mm. the cutscene will start and obviously not all the trees or everything are rendered and then as the cutscene goes on right. it pops Right. but you don't really care that much I mean similarly I would Does that say ruin the experience no for you? and I would say the facial you know um, animations aren't necessarily quite up to the scrap uh, the standard that we've seen in stuff like Dragon Age mm. but it doesn't matter because yeah. it's such a huge achievement and it's so kind of it's still the fact that it's yeah. still that engaging but there was there was a and it's load gameplay of, surely if you look at Skyrim that was like bug to hell when that yeah. was launched completely and a lot of people have kind of forgotten about that now, and it still has this legacy of being this amazing role-playing game. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, there's, there's been no... I have, Well, touch wood, I haven't discovered any game-breaking bugs yet. Like, you know, there was that one in Skyrim, whenever you went in water on the PS3 version, mm. it would lock up, and and that was it. Yeah. And, you know, that they took their, them about, like, three months to fix it. Mm. And I had, a qu- I had a quest in the middle of a cave where you had to swim, like, out, and it was just yeah. like... That's me done, you know. Well, yeah. I think the opposite end of the scale is like Watchdogs, because yeah. when they first showed that yeah. at E3, that was like mind blowing. Yeah. And then when the game came out, it's like, mm. and it was a combination that, of how yeah. it looked, but also how you interacted with the world. Yeah, it was definitely. Like completely fluid. Yeah. yeah. Demo, and then the game. It doesn't like, actually work that. And the same no. with I think like because I actually genuinely don't care about any of this. Like I'm not that kind of I'm not <laughs> yeah. that kind of gamer where I'll be like, oh, this graphic has changed or anything like that. Yeah. Like I'm not. I, like I play games all the time, but I'm not. Idiot on the internet. It's just like, oh, that doesn't look as good. Oh, you are an idiot. I mean, you are an idiot on the internet. You're a professional idiot on the internet. It's just how you make a living. It just doesn't bother me. Like, I can't, like, it saddens me that this is the most read story on our site. But I, I kind of think that's partly as well. It's, it's a very, a lot of PC gamers as well, obviously, you know, a lot, of, it's part of a kind of, it's part of the culture as well. You are aiming to get the most out of your mm. rig and constantly get the most. And so I think because it was specifically, being like this is the PC version of the game 
all the most recent things on console, I think the expectations maybe have been a bit like, okay, you know, this is what consoles are at the moment. Mm. Yeah. But I think PC gamers who have made maybe really high-end machines have been like, yeah, no, we can push this. Yeah, but and mm. to discover that they can't, I think that's maybe a bit Rockstar like... Rockstar um, an extra year to do that with GTA <laughs> yes. and an entire team of goodness knows how many people. Yeah, that's a, so, this is very that's a really good point. Yeah. So it's kind of like, well, you could... if Would PC yeah. gamers... And I don't know, I'm not a PC gamer. Maybe, yeah. you know, if you're a PC gamer, write in. Um, yeah. Would you have rather waited a year for mm. slightly better graphics or play it now when it looks, in my eyes, perfectly reasonable? I'm the same as you, Gav. Yeah. Like the whole kind of like, well, this is not uh, true 1080p this 60. Is not it's like, yeah. But my I mean, eyes can't mm. tell the difference. The, the reaction the to it. I don't it, think anybody can. Like, I think it's like snake oil. It's like Emperor's New Clothes. It's just like, <laughs> I, can de- I can tell the difference. Can yeah. you? Like, yeah. I reckon, I think GameSpot did a really good thing actually where they. Put they got a bunch of people and did like blind tests, right? Where they were like, okay, can presumably you, not blind because they had to be able to yeah, see, but like they, as in like they didn't know if yeah. it was like sixty frames per second. Like, and they were like, can yeah. you tell the difference? Yeah, no one could tell the difference. Really, <laughs> like, for certain genres, <laughs> it, I know for certain genres it's more important than others. Like racing games in terms racing. of frame rate, yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, um, it, I think the reason that this has done so well is CD Projekt Red. You know, has a reputation of being very straight talking, and they have come out and been like, yeah, it is an issue. We are trying to resolve yeah. it. Um, we never tried to mislead anyone. And they also made the point that, and as you say, like likening it to Watch Dogs, you know, Ubisoft at the same time announced nine different kind of collector's editions and all of this with yeah. content locked off. It's just very, it shows the different attitudes that devs kind of can have to yeah. it. I mean, Publishers as we've well. written down here, our early game demos too misleading. And like, I would say that maybe they are, but I, I don't really know it's deliberate. The, on, the only one that I think, okay, that was terrible, is Aliens Colonial Marines. Yes. Like, whatever mm, happened absolutely. whatever happened with that game, like, there's so many different, like, theories yeah. and, like, urban legends about how they went about making that game. But if you look at the early version of that and then look at the actual final version, like, that is disgusting. Yeah, yeah, because, but it's, this isn't, I don't think this is the same Because thing. that's the point as well. Like, he says, okay, yeah, the graphics took a hit, yeah. but the world, the gameplay, that yeah, got yeah, better. Yeah. And, you know, that's kind of what you want, because that's what a game is at the end of the day, yeah. you know? It's not something just to visually consume. Yeah. Um, and so the one that kind of sticks in my craw about early game demos is um, Destiny as well, because there's urban legends about what happened with that. You know, all these stuff from the trailers that never kind of made it into mm. the game and all of that, and just something... You know, there's rumours that stuff went on there and but stuff that, was pulled well, like at the graphics or Not graphically, gameplay. There was meant to be a lot okay. more and a lot of and more of an internet world. But then that's, that'll come, though, surely. Because but the point is, is like it was meant to be in the original game. But and either it was right. with But like when you're announcing a game two years from when it's coming oh, out, God, yeah. Yeah. that's, you know, you're going to have this wish list that's that long. Yeah. And at some point during the production period, it will have to be tailored down to here yeah. at least. Otherwise, games will never come out. Mm. So, you know, yeah. and that's the thing. Would you rather have a game demo that e3 that you're like holy shit that blew me away and the game almost lived up to that or something you went yeah yeah that looks okay i'm not bothered like yeah Yeah. well if you're a games company you want you want to blow people's socks off yeah definitely yeah Um, yeah i mean again i think part of it does come down to it's hard for us to tell because we are so immersed in it you know barely a week goes by when we don't get a new witcher trailer or something we and we've seen that stuff maybe for someone who isn't quite so clued in and you know has just been following bit by bit suddenly the final product comes out and they're like, whoa, 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 where did this massive drop come? And you're like, well, yeah. actually it isn't, you know, if you've been following it all the way through like we have, but it's our jobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But then I, I, I mean, like, even though, the, you know, we did quite a lot on Witcher stuff, I wasn't going every week, oh, that's looking rubbish. No. Yeah. Like, I didn't Well, get it that. doesn't look, and no, that's, that's the, the whole point. It's yeah. the point that it does yeah. that. And, and, you know, we're talking, you know, incremental uh, improvements we're yeah. not talking like, like, like Watch Dogs or yeah, as you yeah. say, um, Aliens Colonial Marines. Yeah. That was like, an awful one, wasn't it? 
But anyway, um, uh, if you would rather have a demo that didn't look quite so good, yeah. <laughs> then do let us know. Or uh, do you think it's fair that we're seeing vertical slices of nice cake? Yeah. Uh, IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. Yeah. Now we're going to talk about the stuff that we like and the stuff that we don't. And I've got okay. a new name for this. Yeah. What? Oh. It's rum stuff and bum stuff. <laughs> <laughs> do you like it? Why yeah. rum stuff? I, I do know. like it, but I don't you know, know what? why. What's, well, rum is like, it's good. Booze. Isn't it? like oh, rum, yeah. yeah. What? Like booze. Oh, I thought you said... <laughs> like boobs. <laughs> no, like, oh, you know, that, rum. rum stuff, that means it's good. That, I, that, I have heard I'm that on board. I'm, I'm on, I am on board, I just don't know why. What's weird is that that just came to me as I was walking down Tottenham Court Road this rum morning. Rum stuff and bum stuff. Rum stuff and bum stuff. I was like... I want a drink and I want some ass. You've sold, right. you've sold me on it. <laughs> rum stuff and bum stuff. Brilliant. So, okay. Let's take off with the rum stuff then. Right. So my bit of rum stuff is this week I've been... On a trip, a lovely little trip, which <laughs> didn't go off as smoothly as I would have liked, but never mind. You had nobody to check in your luggage. I had nobody to problem. check in my luggage. God um, damn it. I know, right? And um, so we went to, I went to France to see the expansion for Final Fantasy XIV, yep. Heaven's Ward. Uh, can't talk about my impressions on that yet, but that will be up first thing next oh, week. Oh no, because I, really I really want your impressions on a Final Fantasy XIV expansion. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> Thanks for that, Gav. Um, but basically, it's... Um, I met it, this seems like there's a Final Fantasy XIV expansion like every week or this something This is the like first that. expansion since the game has been released. It, it feels like you what? talk about Final Fantasy a lot. I do talk about Final Fantasy a lot. But why? Because it's good. What's okay? What's the expansion? I'm not. I know. I just want not allowed to talk about. I'm not allowed to talk about it. Is the like listen? Have to wait. Oh um, no, but I met your uh, Yoshida, who's the guy who basically redid the game from the ground up, mm. and it was just a really, really nice interview. And there's some really good stuff that I'm going to release from that next week. Yoshida's a Dragon Quest guy, right? Uh, he's done stuff on that, yeah. He's done quite a lot of Dragon mm. Quest, I think. And so, so he's he's kind of a big name in Square Enix. But when they released Final yeah. Fantasy 14, it was gash, and basically. He then took the reins and completely revamped it and relaunched yeah. it, and now it makes up. It's one of the biggest parts of Square Enix's income. Yeah. Um, and so, just talking to him about that, how it happened, um, and it's just really nice because we interview quite a lot of devs. It's really nice when you get into the, like that flow of an interview where it doesn't really feel like an interview anymore. It just feels like two people who are like fans of a game, fans of a genre, yeah. and just talking about it. Like we went off Final Fantasy fourteen, just started talking about MMOs. Yeah. Um, and was so it, yeah, was it through a translator? Uh, yes, but like it's the same with you know kind of a lot of the Japanese devs. They you spend the entire interview doing it through a translator, and at, and at the end they talk to you in perfect yeah. English, and you're just like, oh right, okay, so you can tell me the entire time. Yeah, and they were like, yeah, so what do you think? What would you like to see? At yeah. the end, I was just like, <laughs> so is what? This, is this the only Final Fantasy game he's worked on then? Uh, yes, I believe so. Yeah. He's um, but they of he did say in the interview one of the things he did say they have obviously big Final Fantasy meetings where all yeah. of the the guys working on Final Fantasy's talk. And so he hints at um, some possible... Because we've seen in Final Fantasy fourteen already, they've taken Triple Triad from yeah. one of the early Final Fantasy games. They've... Uh, Final Fantasy eight. Yeah, and they've got Lightning from... You do know about Final Fantasy. Look. Yeah, out yourself, why don't what? you? It sounds like I know it more than you. Yeah, oh, I can't remember. Like, 7 and 8, oh, don't get me started. And then um, Alter Lightning from thirteen. They yeah. she appears in it. Um, and so, yeah, he talked a bit about collaborations. So, yeah, it's, it was a really, really good interview. But it's just, I just, that was a rum thing that happened to me. Can I ask, you, can I ask a question? What is Final Fantasy fourteen? Is it the online one? Yeah, so it's the right, MMO okay. that's on. Um, <laughs> it's good to get that in there right at the end. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> good. It's the MMO that's on a PC, PS4, and PS3. All right, wicked. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's doing really well. And um, there's good stuff coming. So, yeah. I don't understand Final Fantasy. Yeah, like, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm interested in this guy because I'm a massive Dragon Quest guy, and mm. he's done like all of my favorite Dragon Quests. Mm. But 
I'm never going to play a Final Fantasy MMO. Uh, How many people play it? Uh, I think the last number they had, they had over 4 million. Really? Yeah. Like, which, and, it, and bear in mind, it's a subscription MMO, mm-hmm. which, you know, in, in the space that Warcraft traditionally dominates. Yeah. Warcraft subscribers are falling, and somehow Final Fantasy is still rising. Is that predominantly uh, in the East? The no, West? apparently not. Apparently, well, why? And it's, it's again one of these things. So one of the big reasons I wanted to interview him, he years ago came out with this phrase, Final Fantasy XIV, the original release, seriously damaged the brand. And so his aim was to kind of rebuild it and repair it. Mm. Uh, and so I talked to him about that. And his thoughts are really, really interesting. Um, and I think it's true. It ha- he has done... It's like this game has worked wonders. You see the comments on it. What has he done, um, though? Uh, well, he, but he, they basically re- rebuilt it from the ground up. So whereas yeah, you before- keep saying that. That's a really marketing phrase as well. Vertical no. slice, bl- ground up. <laughs> yeah. You've yeah. been sold. I've been, I've been sold. Someone's I? been bought a dinner by Square Enix. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> basically, what actually it was by Air France, but that's another story. Um, they basically... Uh, Originally, when it was released, yeah. it was kind of a pale imitation. They basically, to a degree, took World of Warcraft, put a Final Fantasy skin on it, yeah. and were like, jobs are good and done. The server structure, everything about it just wasn't up to snuff, and it was just a, a pale imitation. And it wasn't really, and it felt very soulless as well, because mm. it, it wasn't built with Final Fantasy fans in mind. So what they did was take all of those assets, repurpose them, create new yeah. stuff, and basically make an MMO that was Final Fantasy, because there's already Final Fantasy XI, which is another MMO, but for older consoles. Oh, what? And don't, don't, look, let's not go, let's not start going, uh, It is still going, but they've, they've slowly put it on ice. <laughs> they're slowly stopping. They've put, they, there was an expansion, I think, last do year. Do you play it? Do you play Final Fantasy XIV? Final Fantasy 14? 14, yes. 11, no. What do you play Final Fantasy XIV on? Is it uh, PS4? PS4 yeah. and PC. Okay, right. Um, is it transferable? Yeah, so you, I mean, that's that's another thing that I love about it, because I can, so for example, The Elder Scrolls Online's coming out, going to play that on my PlayStation, but then if my play, if the TV's Are busy, you going to play that? Yeah, I love MMOs. It's Luke like, does love MMOs. It's really? like crack to me, yeah. do you not know this? No. God, yeah. Um, so, uh, basically, and then I can play it on PC. I can go between the two. It's like, what a time to be alive, what my friend. What a time to be alive. Another Final Fantasy. Listen, yeah. what a time well, to be alive. guys, Final Fantasy 15 is coming next year and you're going to want a slice. That's all I'm saying. Mm. And not a vertical one, a horizontal one. one. Okay. <laughs> What's been rum for you, Gav? Uh, the Mad Men finale. Well, this is sort of rum and bum, really. Okay. Um, because... Are you going to do spoilers? Nope. Okay. Nope. Um, I won't. I'll just say that it's an, it's one of my favorite endings to a series. Really, it, well, ah. it, Mad Men is is the best. Well, was the best thing on TV, um, and now I feel like properly empty. I think I think there's nothing else like it on TV, and to have it end is a really really sad thing. So, how many seasons <laughs> were there? Seven. And was it pretty consistent throughout the whole seven seasons? I think so. Like they they're not afraid to get rid of people. They're not afraid to just do crazy things. Um, have you watched any of it? Or uh, I watched certainly the first of the, the, yeah. the whole of the first season. Okay, started yeah. on the second. Yeah, I, it was quite slow. For it's, my it's, it's, it's really really slow. But those are the kind of shows that I really like. Sort yeah. of something when you don't realize <laughs> well, something that's going. really slow. <laughs> no, but like it's not slow. It's just it's you don't slow burn. You just don't realize how important some scenes are. Uh-huh. I think yeah. Like it's not like it's it's a it's a slow show, but it's yeah. not like. That's not a negative thing, I don't think. Mm. Um, it's just, it, it demands a lot of, like, your brain to be able to sort of, like, really get yeah, into I'm, it. I'm checking out right away. <laughs> yeah, go back to your Final I'm, Fantasy. Yeah, I'm full of Final Fantasy, man. I didn't um, see anybody punch anybody for ages. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing, because Mad Men is so, like, it's all about, like, you know, they, they, they get these big accounts and it's all about them working on these accounts. Yeah. But it's also... <laughs> it sounds about, really exciting. But it's all about, like, their characters and stuff as yeah. well. Like, the character yeah. progression is better than anything on yeah. TV. Um, and... 
it was just a really satisfying ending, but then also just a really, really sad one at the same time. Because yeah. the last couple of episodes have just been insane. Like the, like, are, how, what's the reaction to it been? Like, pretty good, I think. Yeah. Like, it's, I mean, it's hard. I've, I've seen stuff floating around. I've never watched um, any of it. Yeah. So It's got a really good ending with his different theories. I mean, the, me, and Cooper, okay. me and Cooper both watched it and we both were like, I don't understand how this, uh, this sort of cross theory to what we think is even out there because it's so blatantly obvious. But some people have gone... No, it's, it's actually this, not right. what we think. Right. Okay. Um, well, I suppose that's quite nice. Which is, it is quite good. It's kind of yeah. like sort of the end of Sopranos, like, because, you know, a lot of people worked on the same things. And it's kind of like people think one thing about the end of Sopranos when it's actually yeah. another thing. So, but I don't know. But I've never seen The Sopranos. Haven't you? No. Neither have you I. should watch that. I've got some really big holes in my TV history. Yeah. I haven't yeah. seen Sopranos either. What? Or The Shield. The Shield is, go- is or, okay. Or no, The Wire. The Wire. The Wire is yeah. really good. Shield or The Wire better? Uh, the Wire is better. Yeah. The Shield is a bit more exciting. Uh, the Wire is a lot slower. Right. But, um, but why is the one that everybody goes on about? Yeah. yeah. The, the Shield is really, really good. But something happened. Me, uh, me and Tilly talk about this because Tilly's really into The Shield as well. Yeah. Something like really nasty happens, like one of the first episodes to a male character. Yeah. Um, a very sexual thing. Right. And when I had the DVDs of The Shield, it was, they were like sort of, uh, I think they were like bootleg, like Japanese ones. My friend had brought back from Japan. And they had like the previously on The Shield at the beginning of each one. And every single one of them had the same previously on. There was obviously right. something went wrong with the DVD. <laughs> so the same previously on. So we basically saw this horrible, <laughs> horrible sex thing happen. Right. Again and again. About 60 times. Oh my it was just God. like, it was just like, I think it was like seven of us who lived in the house watching yeah. it. It was just like, fast forward it. I can't look at it again. <laughs> so um, like, because I do most of my TV watching on the train. Yeah. And it's just. Even the stuff like Game of Thrones, yeah. it's like it's so uncomfortable yeah. oh, God, watching yeah. stuff happening. It's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Game yeah. of Thrones, just Game of Thrones. Yeah. That's yeah. All it is. Um, but yeah, no, the Mad Men like it's it's really really good. I was really happy with it, but at the same time, it was just like you know when a show ends and you just have that like complete emptiness because mm. I'm into other stuff. Like I watch Game of Thrones, like I watch yeah. other things, but. They just it's just not as good. And mm. I always think wherever I'm watching Game of Thrones, I'm always excited thinking, oh, Mad Men will be back soon. No, I don't have oh, yeah, that. Like I literally it. like what is the best thing on TV now? Well, like, so is this would you say that that's probably the best series that you've your favourite series of all time? I think so. It probably just pipped Sopranos for me. But okay. well, Sopranos and Mad Men are definitely on the same absolute same and level, what, what I think. Was yours? Yeah. Well uh well it's much shorter, but stuff like Band of Brothers. Mm. Okay, yeah. Is, like, I really Band of Brothers that. is good. Very recently, it's yeah. like God, that is. Yeah. I need to rewatch that. Actually, it's yeah. really good. Yeah. Although the Blu-rays are, are balked, there's a problem with the audio sync. It's about a half oh, no. second out, oh, and that's shit. one of what? my massive bugbears. How have they done that? I don't know because I started watching it and then I yeah because um, I bought it on Blu-ray yeah and then yeah I googled it and it's yeah. It's, See, I, yeah, I would suggest getting, or I would have suggested until I found out last week, um, to get the Wire Blu-ray because they're just about to redo it. Yeah. But wh- I found out a really horrible thing. So, like, David Simon, the guy who created the show, wanted to shoot um, in widescreen right. and wanted to shoot uh, on film. But they said no. They shot 4.3 and they shot digital. So now what they're doing to make it widescreen is blowing it up. No. And, yeah. Well, yeah. Th- I was about to say, because my favourite one is, is Buffy, obviously. Yeah. And they're doing that. They released, like, the... They recently re-released a collector's edition yeah. that was Blu-ray, and they've blown it up, and it's cutting bits out of yeah. all of the scenes. Well, this, this is what David Simon, he's like, I'm take, I, if I could take my name off it, I would. He's yeah, Josh like, Whedon's like that. He's like, I shot it in 4.3. Yeah. It needs to be in 4.3. This, it, you're yeah. taking, especially because there's so much the framing as well, so yeah. many like mm. key things on the periphery of the scenes. Yeah. I can't watch stuff in 4.3 anymore. Can you? No. It is a bit difficult. How big is your TV, though, at home? Uh, not that big, oh. uh, forty inches. Yeah, that's why I've got forty-two inch. So watching something in four-three doesn't. Uh, no, but it's. I just, <laughs> How many far. inches? You can't do it. No, 
But it was like when, when it used to be old school 4-3 TVs yeah. and you'd watch something widescreen and oh, I used to hate that as well. Yeah. I don't like the big black spaces. Yeah, I'm all right. <laughs> that just I, I don't mind. I'd, I'd, I'd rather watch it. It used to like wind me up so much when they would show like when I think like Channel Four did it with The Simpsons and Friends. Yeah. They would show in the wrong aspect ratio to fit in. Right. Like as someone who sort of learnt like film at uni, like to watch something, watch somebody watch mm. something the aspect in the wrong aspect ratio and yeah. not realize they're doing it. Yeah. Really. The other thing up. that I don't understand, and this is similar, kind of related, yeah. but shows that aren't that old. Yeah. When they're being reshown. Look terrible now. Yeah. yeah. Why is that? Is that You're standard a video definition? No, yeah, but like it's standard def TV these days. It looks all right. It depends on how, the, like, what they've done to sort the of put, yeah, the transfer. Yeah. Like, because some people put a lot of effort into it. Like, if you watch, um, I think Sky One's Simpsons are really, really good, but yeah. Channel Four Simpsons are really, really bad. Right. Um, but I don't know what reason that is it for just that. It looks terrible. Yeah. And Friends, now that it's not on Channel Four, looks really good now. Yeah. Right. On yeah. Comedy yeah. Central, right, right, Friends right, right. looks shit so. Yeah, because my missus is. Always watches a lot of the reruns of um, Sex and the City. Okay, and it I bet looks that looks like awesome. it's sorry. Yeah. <laughs> looks like it's been made in the seventies. Yeah. Like, what, what you <laughs> it's got like a grey film over it's the top. Terrible. Of it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. But um, yeah, that was the Mad Men finale anyway. Like it was really good. And there was another Mad thing, wasn't there? Empty, yeah. Mad Max. Uh, so we had a little out into it the other day. It. Yeah, it's really good. I haven't good. seen it. Yet. I, but I really want to see that. And Pitch Perfect too. Yeah. I'm still so Rich saw Pitch Perfect too, and he really liked it. And I went to see Mad Max with Rich and Krupa, and Rich said they were on a par. Ah, see, so, yeah. Pitch Perfect too. People underestimate it. I won a bet with Adam Hopkinson, who's our director of sales, commercial, commercial. Yeah, right. yeah. Um, and he promised to buy me any DVD I wanted. I asked for the Pitch Perfect one DVD. What was the Pitch bet? Perfect is not like an underground thing. Like Pitch Perfect is really, I really, I think it's really good. Really but you know what? You'd be, you'd be amazed how many people are just like, oh, Pitch Perfect. Oh. No, it's really funny. I think you're like, hanging out with the wrong people. All of my friends love Pitch Perfect. And I really like it. It's really good. Oh, what was yeah. the bet? What was the bet? Yeah. Oh, basically, he said um, he sent around something like to do with our company's commercial performance, and he said, um, how many people can tell me, you know, how many visitors we've had or what have you? And so I just did a, a control F for the word visitors, found it, he said the first person to get back to me gets a free DVD. And he said, did you use control F? I said, no. I feel like I'm there. That was such a good story. I know, well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but Mad Max is fantastic. Um, we saw it on quite a big screen, and it's basically—it's just basically like a series of really awesome set pieces. Mm. And Tom Hardy's fantastic in it. Like Charlie's throwing it is really, really good in it. Yeah, it's got um, universal uh, kind of yeah. amazing acclaim. Except apart from a couple of just <laughs> meninists. Who, well, just you know, they're just sticking their oar in because they want to. Yeah, I think I think a lot of people. So a lot, the, a lot of people. I was ignoring it until yesterday, so I read on some of them, and I think a lot of people have, are like, they've turned it into like a feminist propaganda right. film. And That's the kind not. of the thing that people have. Like, like, but, but, like, but I've seen a lot of people saying that they don't they, they think it's pretty poor performance by Tom Hardy. Really? But I, I don't know. He's sure. really weird in it. Like he's right. really, really strange. But he's not like he's not like an action hero. He's not like he, he's really mm. it's really funny as well. Like, me and Cooper were like pissing ourselves laughing. Like some of the stuff that he does is really, and really does good. Does like his voice kind of veer towards Bane at times and No, not really. Lovely, okay. lovely I'm, I'm sure that's no, what, never like that. that. Was that what Teddy said on last week's podcast? Possibly, yeah. Yeah, no, it, it doesn't really. I, I didn't notice that. He's you're debunking everything that Tilly has. Well, he barely <laughs> talks. Like Max no, exactly. got any yeah. like barely yeah. any lines in it. Um, but it's it's really really good, and I would suggest everyone go out and see on the biggest screen that they possibly can. 
this weekend. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm yeah. I need to see that or Pitch Perfect. I mean, I've got Eurovision, so yeah. maybe I can do Mad Max instead. I, th- I think one of the one of the best. Uh... <laughs> if you're going to see something in the cinema, surely it should be something spectacular like Mad yeah. Max. Pitch Perfect too is well. It's a musical, I guess. So you want to see something quite something quite loud. I guess. Why don't you go and watch but, both? Yeah. You've got all the time in the world. Yeah, I do. Well, we have we have an extra day, don't we? Um, but I don't. So. I'll end because oh, you have a child. Mm. I've got two children. Oh, yeah. I'll end my Mad Max bit with my favorite of those like people who were moaning about it being feminist propaganda. I think one of them was like, um, I can't believe they taken a, a true American hero, an American <laughs> movie, <laughs> and made it into a bit of <laughs> feminist propaganda. It's like, yeah, that well-known American hero, oh, Mad gosh. Max, swing and a miss. <laughs> wow, which is really um, funny. Yeah, awesome. So, uh, what's been rumming you up the right way? Well, well, uh, half rum, half bum. Okay, um, that's how I like to do things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> First, uh, let's start with the rum. Yeah. And uh, so uh, it's airing this week. Is uh, Sorry, it's airing in the UK next week. Yeah. But I saw a preview of it. Yeah. The finale of Flash. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know you're very cynical about this TV show, but yeah. before we get onto your cynicism, yeah. uh, I think it's one of the best things that I've seen on TV, yeah. superhero things I've seen on TV for a long right. time. Um, very different from Daredevil. Yeah, like very different, mm. but equally as enjoyable. It's to watch. Daredevil. Yeah. Um, at the opposite end of the scale, you've got Arrow. So okay. Flash, fantastic, mm-hmm. and then Arrow finale uh, was this week, I think, in the UK. Okay. And third season, and unfortunately, it's the worst of the three seasons. It's been three seasons of Arrow. Yeah. It does. Yeah, it doesn't oh, yeah. seem that long, does it? And it's not. It's not terrible. Yeah. But there are a lot of crappy things about it. Now I don't don't want to go into too many kind of details. Give us I one think, crappy thing though. Well, there's one character in it that I've never, having looked on the internet, yeah. no one likes oh, her. That's yeah. A clue. Ooh, okay. Um, and it's the the transformation is just ludicrous. It's yeah. like, oh, I'll <clears throat> talk about it in more detail. Why not? Yeah. But she's like the district attorney. Okay. Uh, and that's what she's been for the first two seasons. Yeah, yeah. And then something happens, and then suddenly, over the course of I don't know how long a season lasts. A month? Yeah. Even three months. Even if it's six months. Yeah. She becomes hard enough to defeat some of the people from the League of Assassins. It's like, How has what? that happened? Uh, and without any kind of explanation well, or anything, but the, yeah. The, you know, she's training with uh, Ra's al okay, daughter. Yeah. But still. Yeah. You know, these are people that have committed themselves to kind of killing yeah. for, you know, years and years and trained for years and years. And it just feels... So she's training with Talia al So Talia al is no, in... Oh, different, one, different, different daughter. Different daughter. Yeah, right, yeah he yeah. gets around. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, see, I, I like that you and Rich really like Flash, and I. But yeah, so so yeah, that's the other point I was going to make. Yeah. Right. So well, the thing about Arrow is that it wants to kind of be as kind of dark as right. Daredevil, but never quite mm. has the balls to do it. Right. Um, and I'm not just talking in a brutal way, but you know, not enough characters get killed off quite right, frankly okay. and I think they should you know some of the stuff that happens like mm. if I lived in Starling City Jesus yeah. I would have moved out of there <laughs> years ago yeah. it's like every every three years uh, someone's going to cripple this city yeah. it's like oh my god um, and <clears throat> you know a few I would say inconsequential characters have died yeah um, but interestingly on the um, is it Legends of Tomorrow is which yeah. is the other thing you know there's flashbacks to kind of them being there and we don't know if that's because of the time travel stuff or right, okay. you know, whatever it might be mm. but it's like oh did they not really die because you kind of you know you had the guts to make that decision then but then no so <clears throat> I, I really hope Arrow kind of pulls it out of the bag yeah. for the next season but Flash is, op- is completely different it's much more lighthearted, yeah. much more fun and it's really good because I was going to say that's, that's the point that a lot of people are making Everyone's complained about, you know, Supergirl looking too lighthearted and stuff. But mm. as far as I'm aware, the showrunner is the same for yep. both Flash and Supergirl. Um, 
And there's been loads of comparisons made between like the SNL spoof of uh, Black Widow mm. and the Supergirl show, which I think is just ridiculous because it's funny because it's Black Widow. Like the point being, this girl just wants to have a normal life. Yeah, you know, no one and like when you consider how, how like some of the normal things that most of the male characters do and Flash and stuff, you know, it's, uh, it's still very much a. Uh, I would say it's quite in a similar vein to like the Christopher Reeve Superman mm. Superman movies. Mm. Superhands movies. <laughs> yeah. I'd watch that. that. Yeah, I would really He's watch a that. Kind of like Barry Allen, who is the Flash. <laughs> right. He's quite bumbling, but kind of endearing. And, okay. Yeah. But, you know, he kind of discovers himself, and yeah. you know, and um, I think I think that's what, and that's kind of why it's on that channel. But yeah, so that's why I'm I'm still I'm still here for Supergirl, and I like Melissa. Yeah, we, we spoke about Supergirl last week. I know. Well, yeah. about the Flash. Oh, well, I do. But, I, like so I, yeah. the second to. So I just <clears throat> I finished watching the finale yeah. this morning, uh, and it ends on a cliffhanger, and it's like, right. oh, that's interesting, and it definitely loops in some of the stuff that we've seen with um, yeah. Legends of Tomorrow, mm. which I'm really excited about. I thought that trailer looked really, really good. Did you? Yes, I did. <laughs> Thank you, Gav. Do you like anything? <laughs> I do. I like every. It's I like, not I like mad, a lot of I don't stuff. Care. No, no, no. But I, I, I thought that trailer like. It was it was more like for me than it was for you, I think, because it was just like here's so and so, this is their power. Here's yeah. another, and I was like, do you need that? Have I watched this trailer? I don't, I don't know. know. I have. Yeah. I don't know. Um, um, but I there's do, definitely I really, there's I really bits that kind like of start to pulling it together. Which, yeah. And also, but the episode before the finale, okay, is really really good. How many episodes in the series? Uh, twenty three. Yikes. Um, and but episode twenty two. Mm. is like there are moments where it pulls in some other characters. Okay. And there are very few kind of TV shows that make me go, yes! Okay, and that, yeah. And that made me do that. That's cool. And that's cool. Well, there's a thing oh, to so, Yeah, Rich has just started watching it as well, and he He's hasn't stopped. It. He just finished, finished it, yeah. It, yeah. So yeah, yeah. he hasn't stopped going on by it either. And I think... Well, why don't you actually watch it I think I, just... I think. I'm definitely going to... I'm going to give it a go this weekend. We've got three days off, so yeah. there's absolutely no... I've got no excuse. And because of my flight to E3, I want to get into... Oh, well, that's... See, that's yeah. how I got into Arrow, actually. Yeah. Uh, I had the whole of the first season for a, a trip to San Francisco. Yeah. And I kind of started watching it, and then it kind of clicked. That's how I got with Game of Thrones. Like, right. I, I, I put all Game of Thrones, like, I had season one one and two, and three was on when I started yeah. watching it. Yeah. And then, but you should definitely yeah. watch the first two seasons of Arrow. Game of Thrones. No, I haven't seen that episode. But. first two seasons of Arrow are very good. Yeah. Because they're focused. Okay. Three, there's so many things going on and so many changes that they're trying to introduce. That but now I know that the last bit is rubbish. Yeah. Whereas Flash is still really good at the moment, so yeah. I'm definitely by next week I would have watched. Be interesting to see what season thing, two of yeah. Daredevil is going to be like. Yeah, I hope they can sort of maintain that. I still haven't finished that. I, not? I find it really hard to watch more than one episode of Daredevil at a time. Why? Because it's so much horrible stuff happens all the have time. You watched, uh, Hannibal. <laughs> no, I watched the first three episodes of Hannibal. Right. But yeah, that's because really that, that was one of my for about two weeks. I binge yeah. watch. On my train journey, season one and two of that. <laughs> okay. And that's not a pleasant thing to watch. No, it's not. Anyone, who sits, not near, anyone yeah. who sits near you on this train yeah. has seen you watch Hannibal people. and Game of Thrones. It's going to be like, I really what like, is wrong? I think, I think maybe I watched like six episodes of Hannibal, actually. Because I really liked it. But the thing that made me stop watching it is like the really boring, excruciating scenes between Hannibal and Lawrence Fishburne. Right. Where just for no reason, Lawrence Fishburne just comes around for dinner. And it was just like, <laughs> it's just, a lot of that. It's just like more excuse. Like it happened like loads of times. Yeah. And I was like, it just seems like it was just another sort of excuse for Lawrence Fishburne to go, "Ooh, what am I eating here?" And I was like. Chicken, <laughs> wink at the camera. <laughs> it's like, all right, you're feeding him people all the time. Brilliant. Oh, yeah. no, <laughs> it's just like that happened so many times. Like, I don't like this. <laughs> it's, it's got some really good finale. I've heard some really good stuff about Hannibal. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, well, maybe that. I mean, I haven't got Madman in my life anymore now, so I need something. Got plenty of spare need time. something. Mm. Our last rum thing. Yeah, after months of waiting, Tilly's been to the set, but we yeah. finally saw our first still from the Warcraft movie, and it looks good. It looks awesome. Yeah, which is which? Okay, Industrial Light and Magic. So it's a CG character, character, right? Yeah. It is. So, but played by um, a real person as well. Yeah. So who, who plays that? I have a feeling it's Travis Fimmel. But I need to double check. It, so it was all. That's how you said. I don't think it is Travis Rimmel, but it's um, it's all, the character. The character. Well, you sold me. The, yeah, exactly. All of, See how the voice of threw you off. Um, or yeah. it's the character is all Grim Doomhammer. Yeah. Um, oh, my favorite orc. Yeah. Well done. It's an orc. It is an orc. Yeah. I've heard so many good things from Tilly about the like motion capture stuff. And yeah, apparently, yeah. like Tilly said, is one of the best motion capture things he's ever seen. Yeah. So I mean, um, so the way they're kind of pitching it it's the original story between you know humans and orcs and their their That's encounter good. um the the thing about warcraft the one of the reasons it has such a good fan base aside from the fact that really good games like because obviously it started as the rts and that's when i got into it the stories are really really good mm. and one of the reasons that world of warcraft did so well originally is because all these iconic characters it, it continued their story and mm. so people were playing it as much as the narrative and i personally believe the reason it's struggling now is because Kind of all the characters that they've had from the RTS series, they've either died or, you know, they've disappeared and they're struggling to establish new iconic characters that you can yeah. play with. So it's that that's a bit of an issue it has. And these depictions of these characters are great. Like Blizzard are renowned for their cinematics, you know, and it seems that this is going to be just as high quality. Is it going to have pandas in it? Pandaren, no. See, oh. they don't... Qu- uh, well, we don't know, but I'm I would out. be... I'm I, out. I would think... <laughs> I would doubt it they don't crop up properly they crop up briefly but they're on another yeah. continent called pandaria yeah of course they are i'm i'm, I'm really excited for it but I, I know very little about warcraft yeah no it, it's really good i mean I like so Doug and Jones. the the yeah. idea that they seem to be starting with is um very much like this start of kind of a franchise obviously and mm. they need to establish it and in the similar way with the games the games started with the orcs and the humans that's the basic thing yeah. and over time other races appear and you yeah. need to have the alliance and the horde and that spirals. Um, but the story that everyone knows, and I think a lot of people do think is one of the best stories in kind of games, is um, the story of Warcraft 3 to do with um, Arthas, who's a prince and who slowly becomes corrupted by... He tries to do the right thing and becomes corrupted and gets possessed by this evil thing and becomes the Lich King. Mm. And it's um, it's a really, really strong narrative. But that's not in this movie. Uh, that's not in this movie. But <laughs> I, would ima- I would imagine that this... But it's a really, really kind of... And how he betrays people who he loves. But is it, that guy in this movie? Um, no, so Arthas, Arthas isn't even in ah. it, as far as I'm aware. But so what I think they're going to do is they're going to establish the kingdom yeah. and the kind of relationships between the two. And then I would imagine the next one will maybe introduce, Ar- introduce Arthas. You think they would have introduced that on the first one, surely? Well, like, to get you sort of into they it. They can confirm that they're doing more than one. No, I mean, uh, I, I, obviously so. they're going right, to yeah. see, but, but very much so um, Rob Kaczynski, you know, who we've had on the yeah. podcast, um, when he's spoken to Tilly and he's spoken to other people, he's very much said, you know, because he actually plays World of Warcraft. He's mm. a big fan and he's like, yeah, no, as far as he's concerned, this is the start. Right. And then they're going to, because it is a, a great story, but it's the same as anything. You really do need to kind of establish the basic facts before you start building yeah. on everything because it is mm. a new world for a lot of people. I'm not sure that, I don't know if Duncan Jones is the kind of director that would sign up for kind of multiple movies. He's no. a struck me. No, kind of I, also, I also don't think, even if Duncan Jones does the best possible job with that, like Duncan Jones, I love Moon, wasn't that massive a fan of Source Code. No, but I'm, just, I'm the same. Yeah. Um, I just think even if he does the best job with this, it's still a Warcraft movie. Mm. And people 
like if you ask anyone about World of Warcraft, they'll tell you, you know, nerds sitting in their bedroom, the South Park episode. Yeah. I think they've got a really, really hard time. Ahead they do of them, have a yeah, bit up against them, don't yeah. they? Um, I would call it something else. But the, but the point is, it, this is why they haven't called it the World of Warcraft movie. It's yeah. Warcraft, and you know that's what a lot of people forget. It. That's how no one's going to care. No, like, no, no one. Everyone's going to see Warcraft and think you know World what? of Warcraft. That's, yeah, I think the trailer is yeah. going to be the kind of litmus test because um, um, there's, yeah. there's a lot. There's a lot of good stuff in there, and as I say, if they can kind of get some traction, they deliberately chose uh, this time time frame because a little bit later on, where there's elves and all these other things, it suddenly becomes. If they started with that, I think they were concerned that people think, oh, this is just a not a car for Lord of the Rings. Yeah. You know, so they decided to very much focus on this. Yeah. Um, and similarly, it's important to note, you know, the orcs aren't evil and that's something else that they're trying to do. You yeah. are following the orcs and the humans. They're both very much, you know, you, you're not meant to choose a side. Really, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it, it, is, it is a different tone. But I think if they can nail it, yeah. at least visually... They've been very true to it, and it yeah. sh- it could be absolutely <clears throat> incredible because the story is. I really I really like the idea right. of like sort of like morality is a bit ambiguous, and yeah. you're not sure who to side with. Yeah. Like we actually did a rebel base the other day about whether or not we're actually gonna. That's what it's gonna be like yeah. in Star Wars as mm. well. Like maybe it's not gonna be like good versus evil. It's not gonna be as clean cut yeah, as yeah, the yeah. other Star Wars movies. And I think like something like that is really interesting to yeah. me. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, that's mm. it because you automatically think that the orcs are the bad guys. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And that and that's, that's something you have um, a huge yeah. a huge issue with then the later. Warcraft stuff where like you know there are the bad guys yeah. and yet there's all these tensions between these two who've been fighting and yeah. you know there's good guys and bad guys on both sides it's um it's it is one of the richest kind of pools of law so mm. if they can pull this one off there's I think so that, much good stuff I think that kind of theme is going to be a big thing like Civil War is mm. going to be like a yeah. massive thing yeah, and yeah. like when you get to all that stuff in the Marvel Universe and you see everyone sort of turning in on each other yeah. like maybe that's going to be a theme like there's always like general themes. Yeah, 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 like maybe that's going to be the next theme: ambiguous yeah. morality. I'm excited. Excellent. So that is the rum stuff for this week. Yeah. Now the bum stuff. Okay. We do uh, like bum stuff, especially yeah. if Some more you than are the BBC, because Rockstar has filed a lawsuit against the BBC. Yeah. For its uh, GTA drama game changer. Yeah. Uh, but only for trademark infringement. Right. Which basically means <laughs> legalese. Uh, they're not stopping them from making it. Right. But they are preventing them. Or asking them to not use reference it as right. the GTA documentary. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't know how that will pan out in terms of you know the actual content of the um, the show itself, but yeah. I don't think they will be able to market it the story of Grand Theft Auto. That's the thing. I think what they've done so far, they've been really sort of the way that it was announced was really yeah. odd. It was just sort of like buried within this little thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it was only because we happened to know somebody who was actually working on it that we could actually write a story on what it actually was. Yeah. Because the way they came out with it was just like, oh, it's the story of GTA. And you're like, oh, so it's based on in the world. Oh, no, no, it's based on the making of it. Well, no, actually, it's based on one yeah, tiny, like, tiny Is it a drama, yeah. a docudrama? Like, I'm yeah. sure, you know, is it drama, docudrama? And then it's like a retelling of the whole fight between Sam Hauser and well, that's, yeah. Like I, I, uh, Krupa and I spoke about on a conversation yeah. yesterday, but it, it's the way they phrase it. It's a chapter in the iconic story. So yeah. it, it doesn't reference. Well, maybe it will reference some of the early DMA design yeah. stuff from where it started, but it is literally wow. the yeah. fight between Sam Hauser and uh, Jack Thompson. Yeah. So the president of Rockstar and the kind of you know legal activist in the US that has yeah. everything. That's Daniel Radcliffe and Bill Paxton. Yeah, but, you know, some up. big names. Yeah, I'm, if I was Rockstar, I would totally sue uh, the BBC uh, if I was Sam, Sam Hauser for yeah. casting Daniel Radcliffe as <laughs> like, Jesus <laughs> for defamation of is that, character. Is that the best you can do? <laughs> I actually really like Daniel Radcliffe as an actor. Yeah, God. I was actually quite excited to see it. Like, what what's wrong with Daniel Radcliffe? I just don't he's think a great he's great actor. A what? Which actor would play you in your story? Kevin Smith or Dom DeLuise if he was still alive? 
Okay. <laughs> who play you? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know any actors who. There aren't really many people who. Well, who's the actor who played Dobby, the elf? <laughs> I, thought you, I, thought you were, I, I thought you were on about in Peep Show. Like, is he slutty? And I was like, don't really see that. I've got to be honest. Um, who would play you? Uh, probably like Kevin Spacey. Someone, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, that's the thing. I'm, I'm quite excited about this. What a thing me and Kruber were talking about yesterday. And it was just afterwards like, oh, should we be worried that the BBC are just going off and making these things like with our license pay money and they might actually get sued because of it? Well, because like, I, I did, I tried to see... Is it a frequent thing? Because obviously yeah. newspapers get sued all the time. You don't really yeah, yeah, hear yeah. about it or read about it. Uh, yeah, but they, I, I can't see that many things about the BBC being sued. sued. Yeah. Um, but the interesting part is, it's like Rockstar have apparently tried to kind of reach out to the BBC and yeah. so it didn't get to this point. But it's just hit a wall every single time. Yeah. So, you know, I think we definitely will see it. See, I'd heard from inside sources that oh. they don't, that the, the people making this had actually reached out to Rockstar as well and wanted them involved from an early thing. And right. Rockstar were just like, absolutely not. So I think then maybe Rockstar have come back and gone, you need to stop doing this because yeah. you've already asked us and we already said no. Yeah. But now you're carrying on with it anyway. And you're marketing it massively as the story of GTA. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, reason, yeah. the reason they're doing it, right, or the, the supposed reason they're doing it, is they have an entire season coming on about yeah. coding. And, but you know, the, and the, it's the wording of that. of that is it's a celebration of coding. Yeah. And this isn't to me. If no, it, definitely If it truly not. was the story of GTA from, you or know. Be a guy uh, sitting at his computer just yeah. like that, pressing in. that's an amazing story. It is yeah. a really good story, yeah. So where it is now, you know, yeah. a top-down game that was nothing and then it yeah. suddenly transformed into this thing. That's incredible. Yeah, but. but it's this one little They've gone for the most, sensi- like, sexual, like, sensation-like exactly. bit. Yes. And just gone exactly. like, this is the way we'll it do it. It is an interesting. But yeah, we like the BBC have just gone off and made this thing like is someone looking at what the BBC are doing yeah. <laughs> like, with our money is this you, a good use well in, yeah so yeah the BBC declined to comment yeah we did ask but well, they've got they, the Royal Charter up next year haven't they yeah. so that's going to be um, fun yeah I think when Krupa called uh, for a comment there was a really really sort of flustered press guy because obviously this came out of nowhere yeah uh, they were just like what? <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're being what? <laughs> the BBC, uh, have the BBC. you not seen that? <laughs> okay. You know, they, are, they have now issued a comment, and yeah. the comment is, we do not uh, comment yeah, well, on legal matters. <laughs> like, well, that's as good as saying nothing. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, it's, but that's it's, fair enough. It's an interesting story. And like, see, like, I love Rockstar, and I love yeah. their at- I love their like their horrible attitude towards yeah. press. I love their attitude towards the world. <laughs> I just think, I think there's nobody else like them. them. Yeah. If that's how, how you want to do it, and, yeah. and the, they've stuck to their guns all the yeah. way through. And I, I really like the fact that I, I I really like the fact that I don't think Rockstar even care about this. They're just like, well, do you know what? This would be really funny if we sued the BBC. Because I think I'd the love thing to is, think that. like, from my dealings with Rockstar, yeah. there is no way on earth they would have ever, ever given this the green light. No, themselves. yeah, yeah. Because like, they, they don't do that stuff. Yeah. Like, Sam and Dan rarely do interviews. Yeah. Um, and it's the same with the book uh, Jacked by... Oh, yeah. Um, oh, I forgot the guy that wrote it. Anyway. Yeah. But that... You know, that's kind of based on a lot of uh, interviews with people who worked um, at yeah. DMA ages ago <clears throat> yeah. compared to what it is now, and a few kind of bits cobbled together from other interviews. Yeah, like, like the interviews last. And I think like I, I saw a thing yesterday. Like the last bit is basically just an edge interview, yeah. just rewritten I and padded you know, out. But I don't know guy, if that yeah. is true or not. But, yeah. but 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 it's certainly if you want the true story of that, then surely you need to be talking to the people there. I mean, there, yeah. but having said that, there is a certain irony for a series of games that like satirize yes. so much of the modern world yeah the second someone tries and tells their story like no 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 but I, like, don't, I don't think there's irony in that I, I think I think it, well I mean it's admittedly if it no, was they've taken so- something which Rockstar specifically said they don't want to be involved with and these people are taking their name <laughs> 
Like, and, and I suppose is, they are using their name. They yeah. are using their name. That is the difference. Mm, like, yeah. You know, yeah, because like, there's ways of doing it. So the yeah, satire so, laws. So the, the jinx, um, yeah. but it's not going to be a satire though. That's the thing. It's not a parody. No, no, no. I'm on about how yeah. Grand Theft Auto get, does it yeah. because it's satirized. But um, when with the jinx, so there was a movie made called uh, Oh God, all the something girls. Anyway, whatever it was called, but that that didn't use any of the guy's real name or anything like that. So it was based on the story, and everyone knew it was based on that. But it yeah. didn't use the name, and that's kind of how they got around it. Yeah. yeah. Whereas they, the BBC know that. They're not going to be Sam Houser. This is exactly, mm, yeah. yeah. Which but this... without their permission. So yeah, yeah, I don't really know how that kind of works in terms yeah. of whether this is the first step in many, many. But I would have yeah. thought that down the line. But... For that, like especially if you dramatize it, there's actually stuff for defamation of character in there as well. Mm. Wait, you know, who knows? We yeah. don't know. But anyway, well, like the interesting thing is like Social Network. Um, yeah, is that that was based on a book that uh, like Zuckerberg was just like. There's so much in that that just isn't true. And then they wrote the script based on that book yeah. and then went off and made the movie for it. And he was just like, there's just stuff that just isn't true. He's like, I've had one girlfriend. This this is her. This mm-hmm. and like, you know, you see all this different stuff going on in it. He's like, it's some of it's just not true. Like we didn't meet there. Like yeah. and but I think the way that he handled that, he was just like we're Facebook, so and I think uh, I've got quite a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, not like on the day that it came out, he, film, t- he took. Oh, yeah, it's I know, awesome I saw film, that. Yeah. yeah, that was a cool thing to do. Yeah. yeah, on the day that it came out, he took all of Facebook to see yeah. it in the like cinema with, and he sat down and watched it as well. Yeah, got a lot of time for that. Yeah, yeah. Last cool. bum stuff. Yeah. Right. So, are you are you up to date with Game of Thrones? No, I'm not, and I'm really annoyed about this because even though something really bad happened, everyone thought it was all right to just go. It doesn't matter about spoilers anymore because this really bad thing has happened. So, do so you I know what happened? Okay. Yeah. So, do we want to go into specifics or? Well, I wasn't I... going to go into specifics. So, okay. Yeah. Well, let's see if we can kind of talk around it. Basically, something happens at the end of this week's Game of Thrones, which yeah. is quite a strong reaction that has. Um, caused some sites on the internet to now drop coverage of Game of Thrones entirely. Okay. They even had a US congresswoman say, no, I'm not watching it anymore. A lot of people have said, including celebrities, have said, this is too far. Yeah. And it's a little bit tricky. because uh, you, So your thoughts on this are... Well, I think Game of Thrones has done a lot of stuff in the yeah. past like <clears throat> four seasons. like Especially like the, the bit where the dude gets his head popped open with his, um, against the mountain. Okay, yeah. And I was like, my God, that's too far. Yeah. And having watched this, I, you know, I didn't go, I didn't think it was as, as any different from a lot of the other stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's tricky that because. That's what Game of Thrones does. It it's is. It's there to be controversial. I mean, there, mm. there are issues around. So, um, uh, because they've, t- they've, t- they've changed stuff from the books so much in this season, mm. I think the argument being made is they've changed it because this doesn't happen in the books. Right. It happens to someone else. The, per- the person who this stuff happens to actually doesn't even marry this person in the books. Right. Mm. They're not there. They're miles away. Yeah. And so they've chosen to do this for a reason. And George R. R. Martin came out and did a quote and he said, you know, I've said all along, you change one thing at the start by dropping a character, there's ripples and ripples and ripples and eventually these ripples are going to get, like, overwhelm you. Mm. So it, I think the argument people are making is if you can change so much, why does this need to happen? We already know the character who does it is a complete and utter bastard. But that's, yeah. I, that's you know? me. It's like Joffrey kept on layering on levels but, but so, and levels so I of think hate. The, I think the point they're making is it gets to the stage where it it can just be, you know, rank misogyny where you don't actually... It's not adding anything from a narrative standpoint. Mm-hmm. The way it's shown is almost too obscene and too grotesque because it's like... Do well, you think that? Well, I think the point being you could have just shown them maybe him dragging him into the room or something. You didn't have to see the ripping off of what have you. Okay. And I, I think that's an maybe argument. Maybe I need to rewatch it because... I, like, admittedly... I, 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 I honestly, I, 
I didn't think twice about because it. Because we yeah. in the UK um, get it a day after, I, I kind of felt the same because the way people were going on about it, I was like, oh my God, this is going to be awful. Why well, I always mm. avoid social media. Yeah, well, and so I saw it and then I was like, actually the depiction wasn't quite as bad. But there's also arguments then, a lot of arguments have been to do with a woman who's been portrayed as being very strong and like suddenly finding herself brought low. And the point that that was done was to give agency back to a male character who's been brought low. And so that's suddenly the moment that he snapped himself out. And it's just this whole argument that a lot of women in this show are kind of, you know, yeah. you know, there's, there's scenes where women being raped are literally just the backdrop mm. to a scene. They're just there. It's gratuitous. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think my, my problem with it, you know, it's my problem with this in general is, and I think this doesn't just happen in uh, films or TV. It happens in like games and stuff mm. as well, where the a really lazy way of showing a girl, of breaking a girl down, is a, like a rape or like a sexual violence. Yeah. Whereas, you know, and then after after that happens, then the girl sort of picks us up. Like, like Tomb Raider, really, really famous thing for yeah, that. Yeah, so yeah, when they showed yeah. that, like they were like the only way that they can show her, you know, break her down to absolute rock bottom, sexual is assault, with sexual assault, yeah, which yeah. I think is a really, really lazy thing yeah. to do, mm. but. Exactly. And it, and it's just one of these things, I think, as well, because it's so close to, you know, this character, you know, being empowered and you're finally thinking, yeah, yeah, yeah this yeah, is good. Yeah. And it's just like, it's not in the books. It's not, you know, it's not. And you've taken so many liberties anyway. Like, you know, you could but do you think that, that if it was in the book, people would be like, oh, it's all right. No, actually. So what? So what? Do, uh, yeah, have you read the book? No. no, no, no. So the, the point being a lot of, like a lot of the defense that people are using is like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, but in the books, he does this. In the books, he does. So it's important yeah. to his character. And a lot of people are like, but he is. Who gives a shit? Despicable. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, like, there it's is the same feeling as Joffrey. You want him yeah. to die. And, the, and there's and the other. There's the other. I don't flips. know what happened. There's the He's other. Welsh as well. Yeah, is he? Mm. Yeah, I, I met, I met him in a, in a bar once. He's in the. the he's in Misfits. Yeah. So we're talking about. He's in Misfits originally. Uh, Ramsey Bolton, yeah. basically. Yeah. But yeah, he's in the new. Well, the comedy with. Oh, God. The, the two old guys. <laughs> Gandalf. What's his name? Ian McKellen. And yeah. the other old guy. Patrick they, Stewart. No, no. They do a comedy <laughs> on BBC. Okay. And it's been aired. Well, they're, they're trailing it at the minute. Yeah. And then suddenly Ramsey Bolton pops up yeah. in a completely different guise. It's like. Yeah, yeah. Acting. I know that is acting, yeah. He's um, <laughs> unless he does some really horrendous stuff. In that. I mean, it, it's just yeah. interesting because sexual violence isn't new to the show. I mean, he cut off Theon's well, cock, exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah. and and when he th- cut off Theon's cock, we were like, though, you know, barely a day goes by when I don't see that sausage wobbling th- gif think, in the comments. You know, it's it's just interesting views on sexual are, violence. I think me and Cooper talked about this in the pub the other day, but I think people are a bit sick of Game of Thrones. Like we were talking about, we were like, is it just us, or maybe we're not into it, but. Game of Thrones doesn't seem to be that big this season. I think maybe, you know, there's always a backlash against something. There's and this, this thing is that, started, it, like, in, yeah. the, in the books, this issue he has, he's called it the, the Myrony is not after Marine, mm. which is where a lot of the characters are now. And basically the idea being, he's moved a lot of these characters from Westeros over to Essos. And he's now like, oh shit, how do I get them back? Because they're yeah. all entwined each other and he can't figure out how to undo mm. it. And so that's why it's taken him so long to make it believable and stuff. And in the same, so what the book, the show guys have tried to do, because book five, I lost interest halfway through. And a lot of people say that's their point where they're like, I'm done. And I think what they're trying to do in the show is, because we all agree, the first kind of four or five episodes have been really dull by and large in this series. I thought the first two episodes were brilliant. I, I, I was going to say, I thought, I thought they were okay. Really? I just, yeah. I just found them dull. Like, nothing's really been happening. So I think, I think this is maybe I a way we, of them trying to show progression and characters <coughs> moving forward, but it's possibly slightly misjudged. I don't, like I said, I, when I was reading people, a lot of people saying that they thought the first two episodes were boring, but 
like I think people misremember Game of Thrones. I mm. think people like remember like episodes like twelve and stuff like that. Like they or whatever they are. Like, yeah, like nine, yeah, nine, 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 yeah, like yeah. ten. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> episode nine. Yeah, I think about Mad Men. Twelve is real. Mad Men. Yeah, um, never ever remembers like episode nine. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. They remember like the finale of that, and that's yeah. what when you talk to people, and they also remember like characters dying yeah. as well. Mm. Yeah. Well. People, that's not what happens in Game of Thrones a lot of the yeah, time. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of sort of procedural stuff. There's a lot of like sitting down and talking. So I don't, I couldn't understand well, it context when... context to what's going to exactly, happen. Yeah, there's yeah, quite yeah, a lot of intrigue. Yeah. So you I know, didn't understand yeah. when people were like, oh, the first two episodes are really boring. Mm-hmm. Mm, I think they're boring. I, 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 yeah, I agree. I thought <laughs> yeah. it was quite a, a Really good episodes, start. yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I, yeah, to me, this just feels like it's more Game of Thrones. Mm. I, I felt they overstepped yeah. the mark with the, the mountain and the viper stuff, yeah. to be honest. I did. I thought that, like, that I was, was like, genuinely, like, holy shit. Yeah. And it takes a lot for me to kind of go like that. I was, then, on, yeah. I was on holidays with four people who'd read the books, so yeah. they knew what was coming. And it was like, we were in Spain, and they were like, oh, we've got Wi-Fi. Should we download Game of Thrones yeah. and watch that? Ooh. So I was just, I was in one part of the couch, yeah. and I had four people literally just watching me yeah. watch it. Because I was but just like, yes, this is amazing! It's also <laughs> the way it was done oh. as well. It's like, yeah. oh my God. For me, yeah. I mean, for me, awesome, the, the bit that I always find, I still find The Red Wedding the worst, because I'd read it in the books mm. and um, I was watching it with my partner so there's stuff that happens in the book it's, yeah. it doesn't it's not it's not that bad in the books like yeah. they don't stab her in the stomach she's not even there yeah. like it's it, and I was watching it I was like oh he's gonna find this disgusting yeah. and then I'm just there and I'm like oh my god like I feel nauseous mm. like I felt nauseous and Michelle Fairley how she didn't get nominated for something for that performance mm-hmm. is beyond me because it is just Phenomenal, yeah, um, and that's still. I've never. I've only watched it once. I can't go back. Well, let's move on to some feedback. Yes. Feedback. All right, here we go then. It's from Kyle Barrett. I think it's the first time he's ever written in. Um, Welcome, Kyle. Says. Hi guys and Duck Hunt. Last week Chris had the trailer for the criminally underrated Predators featured multiple Predators, but the film only featured one. He's wrong. (laughs) In the film there are three super Predators and one classic Predator. Chris could say he was only talking about classic Predators, but we all know that would be bullshit. (laughs) Classic telly. Cal Barrett's starting to grow up here, isn't he? Cal Barrett isn't messing around anymore. He was probably mentioning the shot in the trailer in which we see lots of the iconic three dot targets aimed at Adrian Brody, which does not appear in the film. All right. I mean, there we go. Chris Tilly being wrong. Yeah. Uh, Jack Aitken says, I've been a listener since episode one way back in 2009 mm. when I was just a second year apprentice and I've been more or less a constant listener. More or less? What kind mm, of apprentice? A constant, hang on a minute. A wizard's apprentice. Uh, constant listener through to now in which I'm serving my third year as a fully qualified electrical technician. Uh, awesome. Although I think the podcast has retained its quality and hilarity over the years, the lineup has changed quite dramatically. Can you do a quick run through of past members of the team through to present and let us know where they are now and what they're doing with themselves? So uh, I've got a little list. Have you? Have you? Yeah. Uh, Matt Wales is dead. <laughs> Martin Robinson is dead. <laughs> Stuart Reed, he died. Oh no. Uh, Tom Butler, I think he was in a car crash. Yeah. Dead. Uh, Orlando, yeah, he passed away. Uh, Keza, Keza died and <laughs> Sad Dan is here, but he's dead inside. Yeah. What, about, what about Bex? I listened to a podcast that she was yeah. on before and I loved that. Uh, I think she's dead. <laughs> God damn it. That's not actually true. <laughs> they're not. Yeah. I, they all are alive. They well, are all alive. I think. Yeah, well, as far as we know, some of them we're not in touch with. Yeah. But. Uh, a lot of them are kind of working, still working in the sort of video games industry. Yeah. Uh, in fact, Tom and Orlando went off to go and work on Yahoo, Yahoo movies. The films. Mm. Uh, and Stu has gone off to go and do old television. Perfect for him. Lovely. Mm. Uh, Sad Dan still works here, but he's marketing, so he's yeah. dead yeah. to us. 
So um, <laughs> I have an email from Russ Noble, who says, which is perilously close to Ross, mm. but not quite. I love his nickname. We got the Black Whisper. Yeah. Why does he call himself that? <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's exciting. It's quite Game of Thrones, isn't it? It is. Um, so he's forgotten what the Dark Hunt thing is all about, so he'll say, good day. Uh, Just we, phrase. Yeah, we don't really know either. So my question is, with the Xbox One winning another monthly sales in April, <sighs> that was in the US, um, <laughs> do you think we'll see more and more games move over to the Xbox and like the 360 Microsoft surpassing Sony? So many great games coming out in winter for Xbox while Sony struggles with the lineup and more and more features being added in the monthly updates. Do you think Xbox can surpass Sony's lead? Who's going to win? I couldn't give less I of don't a really shit. mind. <laughs> Sorry. It's, it's like, it's, but it's one Rust. of these things as well, like... There's a finite pool. Like, buy them both. Buy both consoles. But I know, I'm like. not all on the <laughs> When did you start like shitting you money? Like, I mean, I can't, I can't afford both. I've got a PS4. I'm sticking Same with that. it. Buy a PS4 because you get PS Plus. That's my thing. That's the only thing. Uh, wow, you're on the, the Sony shill right yeah. there. Yeah, go. Look at that. Well, get PS Plus and you just, don't ha- you just get all the games Most when games. they come out. So in answer, yeah, yeah, they probably can. games ca- for gold? They can overtake it, but it's Rubbish one of these things. Um, the thing you've got to bear in mind is... A lot of people want to buy the same console that their friends have got. So because Sony has that early lead, um, late adopters might be more inclined to buy PS4 to play with their friends. So just because... Sony has got a pretty shonky first-party lineup it, for the end of this year, though. Yeah. It does, but will allure and the promise of Uncharted and things... Is E3 just around the corner? Morpheus is probably going to be announced. No Man's Sky? Console, when is No Man's so Sky out? Uh, Ooh, do you don't know what games they've got? Who knows? It's out this year, isn't it? I don't know. Because that's one. If I didn't have a PS4 already, I'd buy No Man's Sky really? for that. Have, yeah, I'd um, buy a PS4 for No Man's heard, Sky. We haven't heard anything about that for a while, have we? No. Well, no. I'm sure that'll be a big part of the E3. E3 definitely, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Edward Sweet, who Sweet. says, Sweet. With the upcoming release of the Rogue Cut extended editions of X... What? Of X-Men Days of... Fe- the Rogue Cut, the one that everyone's looking forward to. <laughs> X-Men Days of Future Past. I wanted to know your thoughts on the best and worst director's cut or extended editions. All right, this is actually a decent question. Can you shut your whole mouth about Rogue? By the way, Anna Packrin is. But like the upcoming release of the Rogue Cut, he talks about it as if like I should know what that is. Do you not? No. Get out of this. I think like twenty is. minutes of Rogue from Days of Future Past that were cut, and Anna Packrin was like, "The fuck are you doing?" And yeah, anyway, I don't know what it says. My personal favorite would be either Alien Special Edition, Blade Runner: The Final Cut, or Watchmen Director's Cut. With my least favorite being the Redux Cut of Apocalypse Now because of the plantation scene. I would agree with him on that. The, Apocalypse the, Now, oh, yeah, it's terrible. Why um, did they do that? But also, yeah. Star Wars. <laughs> with yeah. Yeah. Star Wars come is, off yeah. Yeah. he says P.S. if you read this out this will be the fourth time you'll have read my bit of feedback which will technically make me a friend of the podcast that's true everyone who listens to this podcast is a friend, is of, a the friend of the podcast yeah, I think Apocalypse Now is probably the worst Star Wars is obviously oh, some of the Star Wars terrible. bits don't be so ludicrous no 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 but like for some, some of them like, the, like there's one bit where there's a stormtrooper on the back of a panther and that's all right. Yeah, it doesn't make the film, does it? No, no but like, it's just like, oh, like, that's a nice like, touch. We, we, we just did a rebel base on this. Right. Like, seven, uh, seven changes that recolor- George Lucas did. The that one that, where they recolored the lightsaber because they forgot to color it in. And it was white and it should have been blue. That's mm. okay. Right. But that's, but that's not it, though, is but it? Like, there, there's <laughs> no, but they did a lot more than that. I'm just the, saying. Ja- the Jabba scene is just just awful how yeah. that ever happened. Oh, that's yeah. really okay. bad. I'll give you that. You know, even like the bits, like so much crap thrown into the Mos Eisley when they first come in there and it's like let's put a hundred different animals going around stuff Hayden Christensen in the end of of Jedi that's a fun one just (laughs) anyway in in terms of good ones like yeah Aliens I can't think of anything like Alien I can't think of many others but now I can't mm. like I actually really like Alien 3 but I don't know which cut is my favourite because I don't know which one I've seen stuff all the time but but Blade Runner Final Cut yeah me Rich and Krupa went to watch that on the cinema the other day and is definitely the best one. Yeah. Like, I, it just makes so much more sense when you get the voiceover out of it. 
and it just sort of I don't know it's just a much more beautiful film I, I think. quite yeah. like a lot of the extended um, I do like the extended editions of Lord of the Rings personally um, I do feel a lot of the scenes actually do kind of like add what? stuff to the world like what? I can't remember, but I do remember. <laughs> like, you well, really like, sold but, that Yeah, me. no, but at the time, I, me- I do remember because I will always choose what's that. I want- because you see the trolls that are in uh, The Hobbit, don't you? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but they're in stone. It's right. little touches like that that kind yeah, of... Yeah, that's interesting. I like that, yeah. So I think... Um, I think but, but similarly, I, yeah. I've kind of... I think the last few times I watched Lord of the Rings, it's only been the extended version. I, yeah. so I couldn't tell you the difference. See, I, I, was, I, watched the, all, I watched all the extended editions in a day on a weekend with yeah. my mum by the end we were crying and we didn't know what at I always think that when they do a special edition it's always just for money or something yeah. so I never sort of pay them any mind or anything well that's because I used to buy well yeah. I bought the Lord of the Rings and then it was like oh no we've got all these extra long ones with bit, extra bits coming yeah that's really that. annoying so yeah. I saved myself for the extended well, one, of, like, one of my favourite things uh, it kind of fits in with this is Wake Up Ron Burgundy right. which was they had so much stuff from Anchorman mm. that there was just like it was just like extended bits of like improv and stuff like that but yeah. they had so much stuff that they took all that and then filmed new stuff and made an entire new film right. it's properly mad like, okay. but it's better than Anchorman 2 wow I think yeah it's called Wake Up Ron Burgundy like I think you have to import it but it's generally really really good so that's a good way of doing it there you go well done Edward Sweet uh, friend of the podcast interesting stuff that's coming out this weekend if you've got some spare time this weekend are you going to go and see Tomorrowland well, Tilly wasn't that keen on it. Uh, we gave it a 7.5 on IGN. Yeah. I kind of really wanted to see it until I saw the second trailer. Yeah. second trailer was terrible. And I think Tilly said, like, it's a kid's film, yeah. which is nothing wrong with that. But yeah. he said, like, it's, it's definitely a kid's film. And the first 20 minutes are really, really good. But it sort of really, really meanders. Right. So. So good know. idea, but not. But George Clooney's in it. Like I, I'll go watch George Clooney in anything. I think. That's the thing, you know. Like, George Clooney, like Brad Bird, like you know, yeah. decent lineup. Yeah, but that's I probably the same will with, see it to be honest. Same with Poltergeist, which is also out this week. Yeah. Again, good people associated with it. Apparently, but that's not a very stinker. good film. Yeah. yeah. Five point five. Well, the fact on that the IGN scale. Yeah, the fact yeah. that like um, Poltergeist is like almost like a perfect IGN film. I think. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Like a horror movie. It's got a really good cast, and they were so like screenings just didn't happen basically. Yeah. So. Yeah. Always. That's always a good sign. Alarm yeah. Um, uh, and then finally, if you're into games, well, there's nothing coming out. Yeah. Unless you're playing Destiny and the House of Wolves out this week. Yeah. Uh, and you're probably playing it already. But if you're not, yeah, we've got something for you. What have you got? Uh, if you're watching the podcast, you can see it. If not, I will describe <laughs> it to you. We've got a ghost edition of Destiny right, to give away. Uh, uh, on a big X- box, man. It's a big box. Uh, you get um, the ghost replica, the so? little red. Peter Dinklage. Oh, I was going to say, it doesn't, co- it doesn't come with Peter Dinklage's lacklustre vocals. Do you think he might fit in there? Do you think he's in there? That's probably offensive. <laughs> <laughs> we should say, like, when I asked you before we recorded the podcast what was in it, I was like, what's in that box? Is it a PS4 in it? And on the top it just says, Xbox One. <laughs> that would be funny if there was. But there's not an Xbox One in either. So. No. Uh, but you, can, like, you can't buy these anymore. This is a can money you? can't buy prize. Unless it's on eBay and somebody's charging you too much. Yeah. By the way, so, please don't put it on eBay. Uh, <laughs> you get it. Well, if they win it, it's entirely up to them what they yeah. do. Yeah. So you can win. Uh, we've got an Xbox One edition of the Ghost Edition to give away. Right. And then we've got two PS4 editions and two Xbox One ed- editions of the Limited Edition. Jesus. I don't know what you get in that. But anyway. We'll give away a bunch of Destiny. Yeah. We'll put it in the story. <laughs> don't worry. So if you've not played uh, any of Destiny or you want to get into House Wall. You should. It's really good. Now is the time. Yeah. Uh, now, I've done no prep work on, as to how people can win this stuff. All right. So uh, what, what should we get people to do? I don't know. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> I thought we could just get them. Like, why do you deserve to win 
that's that's the why the is it your destiny to win destiny I like it. And let us know. IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. Is that right? Mark your emails. Destiny Boom. comp. Uh, we'll, we will need your name, your email address, your phone number, and also uh, please specify which format you yeah. want. Do, um, You've got to be above six, over 16 as well. Why 16? Because that's what it says on the box. <sighs> nice. <laughs> Good one, guys. There'll, there'll be full terms and conditions on the site because I yeah. think uh, competition rules mean that you have to be 18 or over. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't know. I might. So, uh, look, you've got a week to get your entries in, so hurry up and do that, and yeah. then uh, we'll take a look at them within the next couple of weeks, and then we will announce the winners. And Excellent. then you will receive it. That's it for this week's podcast. Awesome. Uh, Peter Dinklage says goodbye. Oh. <laughs> Should have put air holes in. Should have. Oh, poor dude. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> there we go. Uh, thanks for listening, as always, and we will be back same time next week. Until then, goodbye. Bye. Enjoy Eurovision. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. And sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.